A CBS Primary School Nennis has become the first school in Ireland to produce all its electricity using solar power. The school with over 650 students has managed to make a significant reduction to its energy bill by €10,000 thanks to this move. And to discuss it further, I'm joined in studio by the principal of CBS uh, Primary here in Nennis, Dara Glynn, and also uh, Senator Oisin Garvey, the Green Party spokesperson for rural development. You're both very welcome to the studio. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, uh, I suppose congratulations are in order, Dara. This is a huge, huge change and the fact you're the first school in the country to do it so uh, give us a sense of the, the machinations that were involved in moving this direction well yes th- uh, thank you for having us on alan and uh, yeah sure god it was a mad idea really when you think about it uh, but, but ultimately no. successful so <laughs> ultimately ultimately <laughs> successful well look it was a, it was a simple enough decision for us really in the end because we're, we're part of a, a school group called the edmund rice schools trust ourselves and rice college and other cbs schools around the country but also, as part of that organisation, there are schools around the world. So there's about a quarter of a million kids who attend a CBS school every day, including Africa and South America and Asia and Australia. So for us, when we talk about the environmental benefits of, of doing something like this, switching to solar, uh, it's, it's, one, it's in the charter for, for our school's uh, environmentalism. So it was easy enough because it affects all of the children, all of our fellow students around the world as well. This, this uh, Climate change is very real for them already. It's on the way for us and hopefully we'll uh, be able to mitigate a lot of the, uh, the worst of it by taking these kinds of mad caps. But it is the younger generation who are very, very concerned about this. Very much so. Oh, they're, they're the activist generation and I hope that they grow up and continue the, the, uh, along the lines that they are at the moment. And in fact, back in 2015, when our board of management made the decision that we would try and aim for carbon neutrality as a school, solar panels then became an easier decision to make, even though it was mm. an expensive one. It, it's a very big step in the in the right direction. And back then, I think, Roisin, you were you were still with Antashk at that stage. Yes, working with schools us. program, yeah. that's right, yeah. And uh, she was instrumental in helping to drive us on and, and, and help us and point us in the right direction, and it was fantastic. Uh, and I suppose, Roisin, look, you've been on with us before talking about uh, urging people to move towards uh, using solar power uh, panels and uh, the Green Party very much want to see schools go the direction that CBS Primary has. I mean, this is a great advertisement for why they should. Um, yeah, it's, bring, it's why I got on to A lot RTE. of work involved, I suppose, but when you can save €10,000 and make money back on the excess uh, p- uh, energy generation. I suppose they're, they're, they're leading the way. It's, it's the way of the future. Hopefully in the future all the schools will be moving this direction. It's not as if they're not short of a school, a roof and also they're closed during the summer which is a great time to make money. As Dara said the other day, when it's sunny we make money. <laughs> and I suppose this keeps You'll have that, to patent that catchphrase. This, uh, <laughs> this grant we have now, you know, the free six kilowatt system on every school, that's worth about ten grand to each School, and that produced enough energy for, we'll say, the average three-teacher school. So, any and like out of three thousand schools in Ireland, sixty percent are three-teacher schools. So it's a start. Yeah. It's not going to cover everything for everybody, but it means every school now will have an inverter, solar panels, and will be seeing. I mean, once you start, it's like a an addiction. Once you start making solar pa- power, um, you can read it on your phone. You you can get a great sense of satisfaction, not giving a big company money, and it saves the school money. So it's it's very satisfying, isn't it, Dara? Dara Dar has the smile of a man who's like, we're, stick, we're, we're sticking it to the man. <laughs> so tell us, Dar, like, how, you know, Roshan's mentioned the elements that go towards uh, this, but like, how long did the process take and how much did it cost? I, be- I believe the school had uh, fundraising efforts around it. We did indeed. So uh, we, we moved into our new building. We have a new building there since 2019. And when we first found out that we were getting the building, we, we, we knew that we'd have to pay for some of the extras. We have a lovely AstroTurf pitch there. So we'd have to r- fundraise for that. So yeah. we were already in a very much, uh, very much a 
fundraising mentality for from about 2015 up to 2019 when we moved in. We found we had a few bob left over, all right, and uh, the solar panels were on our on our wish list at that stage. And we were already talking with the company for a couple of years at that stage. Energy X Pro, they were brilliant as well. Unbelievably patient with us <laughs> because we kept pushing out the date for when we could start because we didn't have the money for it yet. Uh, so we continued our fundraising after 2019 uh, among uh, and and used. The, the money that, that we raised along with uh, other small projects on the side as well uh, to finally be able to finance it there in 2022. So that's when we installed it. But yes, it was a long process. Uh, it took a long time, uh, but it was a, a well-researched and well-thought-out one. It, at first glance, it does seem like a mad idea to put solar panels up uh, in the west of Ireland, this far north. But uh, it, when when it came right down to it, the, the, the solar panel, uh, the, the, the amount of electricity that they generate uh, over the course of the year, it, the, the figures were there for us. We were able to look at them and it showed that with the 90 panels that we put in, we would at least generate as much as we used. And as it turns out, we generated more than we used. Although there, I would put one or two caveats on it because uh, with solar panels, Obviously, during the winter, we are not generating more than we're using today on a wet, uh, cloudy, dark winter's day. So we'd be generating between 20 and 40 percent at this time of year. But then around April, we generate the same amount that switches over. We're generating uh, what we need every day. And as we get closer to summer, so for May and June, even while we're open, we're generating much more than we're using. And then summertime we're using virtually nothing and we're generating loads and it's all being deposited out there into the grid uh, to, to power other homes locally and, and businesses. Roshan, I'm just wondering, you know, the government's decision to remove uh, the need, the requirement for planning permission to erect panels, how beneficial has that been for uh, a school like CBS Primary to, to get cracking on this and how beneficial would it be for other schools if they go down the street? It's really a game changer and actually I have to say it was the school children that inspired me. I was I was the one that brought in that legislation my first week in the channel having worked with kids for 12 years and the kids always saying why don't we have solar panels on our roofs why can't we cycle everywhere you know the kids are just, they see all they see all the positive yeah. possibilities so I was on a mission um, for a long time Dennis if I ever could we would get rid of that nonsense about planning permission and, and also um, not just get rid of the planning permission that was a legislation we brought in my first week in the challenge I started working on it and that was successful she couldn't deny the the, the, the insanity of that because you have to get the, count, the schools had to fundraise to cover the cost to get the design to get the planning so you don't want you want you don't want barriers we want to remove barriers for people mm. schools and houses as well so that's the first thing the second thing is up up to when we got into government you, you weren't getting paid for giving electricity to the grid either which means this school wouldn't have got 10 grand and wouldn't get paid any money during the summer when they're producing none and su- supplying loads of green energy so that was another no brainer to start out as well to make sure that people got, f- um, got paid if they feed the grid and I suppose the third thing then is, is the grants that are there now as well yeah, and being able to um, get money uh, for selling uh, electricity back to the grid, is it significant enough that you can put that away for a rainy day if, uh, if the school is doing any, anything that needs uh, money further down the road, Darren? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> you have it spent already, do you? You know what a school It is very well spent at this stage. Uh, no, what we find is that uh, we get it in, for, in the form of credit. So, okay. all, so the money that we get back at the moment uh, amounts to uh, about two to three thousand euro uh, per annum. Uh, that's what comes back from the excess that's being produced and sent to grid. Uh, the savings are actually uh, the more, far more significant in the sense that uh, the money that we should be paying on electricity we're not anymore because so much of our electricity is already being produced. Another key significant uh, uh, element to the solar panels, and it's one that a lot of schools should look at 
after they've gotten their uh, what I'd almost call it a, star- a starter pack you know the schools would, would uh, get science starter packs to, mm. to see if they like something uh, and then they might invest further in it I would see that these 6 kilowatt uh, uh, plants that they're putting on every school they're going to be fantastic uh, and uh, while they may not generate more than the school uh, needs they will certainly give them a taste for it and the next thing if they are buying their next part of the Lego set as it was uh, then I would be suggesting they get themselves some batteries because yeah. one of the great things that for our system is that we have 50 kilowatts of batteries so during the summer uh, and during the, the year whenever the school is closed at the weekends on a sunny day our batteries get charged first and then whatever's left over might go to the grid but even during the winter when we may not be generating more than we're using uh, at night we have night saver electricity so our batteries charge up at half the price uh, uh, electricity so half price electricity so that means then that even during the winter we're seeing, we're seeing the benefits of the system and our first hour or two of, of electricity every day is either from solar or from nitrate Okay I think you've done a great job of uh, selling it to other schools just to finish with you on this Roisin have you heard of any of the schools that are making uh, this move and what would you say to them to encourage them? I think we had over a thousand schools apply in the first week of, of that uh, new free, free six kilowatt system. I mean, it's worth ten thousand euros to a school. As I said, it'll produce most electricity for a three-teacher school, mm. half the electricity for a school that's got six teachers, and that covers a lot of schools. I have a significant number of uh, other schools in Clare gone, gone down this route. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I got onto them all straight away, and so did many solar companies. And uh, yeah, they're all biting at the bit to do this. It's it's fantastic. We just need to make sure we get it rolled out now as quickly as possible, and uh, ideally up by the end of May so that they can start generating electricity during the summer okay. but yeah the battery is a good suggestion as well I suppose this isn't the one this isn't the beginning or the end of solar revolution for schools but it's definitely a kickstart and the fact that people can see the electricity I would say as well that most schools are green schools and have been brilliant at reducing their energy uh, demands like when we worked at the school the kids were reading the meter were figuring out what was the huge high intense electricity usage thing so like Dara School and all the schools in Clare are all have all got a green flag I'd say for energy and they have looked at saving energy as well they'd probably become even better at that or maybe go about it again when they get the solar panels it's yeah it's it's, it's fantastic Okay we do have to leave there but uh, congratulations again uh, and fair play in leading the way uh, with the help there of Roisin as well uh, Dara Glenn and Roisin Garvey thank you very much for joining me in studio this morning CBS